right. And, you know, as bad as the weekend was, I've still been looking forward to this episode. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, I don't really want want to give it away right off the bat. Well, I guess people are going to see his name in the title, but um, (laughs) we we teased it last week saying, saying that he was overseas and he's going to have to wake up early for this thing. And, um, and I've been looking forward to all day. It's bad of a day as I can have it work. It's still, I was looking forward to this moment the entire day. Oh Um, yeah. So I've, I've just cracked open a cold beer, got me a little mile run in. And we're going to talk about your workout thing later, but uh, uh, yeah, let's, we are. let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to, um, and, and get it going. Um, let's get to the show. Welcome to, to the top talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market. Recording this on, Pilo? October 2nd. From beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi, here as always with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, well, look, I already have to make uh, uh, an edit. It's October 2nd and October 3rd. Very true. It's very true. We are actually recording in two separate days. In the future. In the future. Gotta go back in time. Yes. Out of time. Um, This episode today, of course, is brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Southern Miss games, home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. Um, So what what happened since the last time we recorded? Well, we lost in football again. Uh, we found a new way to do that, it seems. Uh, baseball had a couple scrimmages. Um, basketball got started. Yep. And we already said this, but we secured an awesome guest. And he is with us right now. Um, he is a three-letter, three-year letter winner from Miami Carroll High School in Miami, Florida. Um, he appeared in four high school all-star games. He held offers from Ole Miss, St. John's, Rutgers, and Virginia Tech, among others. Then he went to Broward College, where he was rated the number 16 nationally uh, rated JUCO player in the country by JUCOrecruiting.com. Averaged 16.8 points and eight rebounds. Was a Southern Miss and from 2020 to 2023. Um, his last year, 33 games, 33 starts, 29 minutes a game, absolute workhorse, made double doubles, just just normal. Um, average 13 points a game, 6.6 rebounds. Welcome to the show, DeAndre Pinckney. What up, buddy? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? We are doing man, we're excited. Glad I, you're I'm here. S- I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. So we've talked about the time thing a couple times already, but so it's eight o'clock here, 815. So it's 4.15 a.m. where you are? Uh, 3.15, 3.15 a.m. 3.15, even worse. Oh, awesome. my goodness. <laughs> and he's, like, smiling and happy. I know. Like, what is up? Uh, it's, uh, uh, much, you know, I got a little nap in earlier, and uh, I don't have practice until 12 hours from now. So there's more than enough time for me, you know, catch up on some sleep. There you go. So we know that you're playing 
I think you're based out of Turkey now. You're playing for a, a, a professional team in Turkey, but where are you now? Who are you playing for? Uh, what's that like? Oh, well, I'm actually in Denmark. I play for one of the top teams in Denmark. Uh, we were just in Turkey this past uh, week for um, okay. basketball Champions League qualifiers. So that's why you guys think I had posted a little clip, you know, out there. That's what yeah. uh, just where our tournament was. But I'm uh, in Arhus, Denmark. Um, a couple of other guys who we I played against in college, Derek in the same league. Um, one guy, Gus Okafor, he played at Southeastern Louisiana last year and um on Wichita State, and then uh Greg Williams from Louisiana. Oh, okay. He plays uh over here in Copenhagen as well. So, you know, those guys are pretty close and uh, I feel like I'll just build a relationship with them, even though you know we were kind of enemies, you know, during the yeah. season. But we're more so like cool now that we're all in you know, the same league playing pro and everything. Cool deal. So, and right before we started, you, you traded out the, the Montana beanie for a Southern Miss uh, beanie. So how big are you repping Southern Miss in the locker room? Man, I got, I got a little bit of my Southern Miss gear here, but uh, most of it, um, once I went back home after the season was over with, uh, I gave back to a lot of my friends and family back home, you know, over the past three years, they've been blowing me up. Oh, when you come back home, can I get some gear? Can I get some gear? And so, like, <laughs> I kind of been saving all of it. You know, I went back yeah. home with a duffel bag full. And, you know, I just kind of gave it all to everybody. So everybody had something, you know, from Southern Miss, because I was the only one that they knew that went there. And we had a really good year this year. So they had a, some, a little piece of gear for me that they could remember me by, you know, going into their next year. That's awesome. So, obviously, I mean, a lot of people around the program know your story, but you, you stayed at Southern Miss when it wasn't going very well. Probably wasn't the cool thing to do. Nowadays, it seems like everybody, if, if it doesn't go well year one or even year two, it's easy just to jump ship. Uh, we're, we weren't, obviously, weren't weren't very good. Hardly any fans in the stands. I, I know you probably weren't happy and, and could have rolled out like others, but kind of what made you stay? What was, what was the uh, big Yeah, why did you do that? <laughs> um for me uh going into my well one I had one one year left so going into my last year um it was more so do I want to go somewhere you know risk my career being in somebody's hands who I don't really know and you know you know like I've been a part of the recruiting process like plenty of times and um so I know how how things go with coaches, they tell you things you want to hear just to get you there. And then once you get there, it's a whole other story. Or it was just like, you know, take my chances here um, and just control what I can control. You know, nobody knew what the year was going to bring. Um, I did when uh, Coach Juan and Coach Nick and all those guys came in. You know, we talked a lot and uh, they told me it was like, you know, we got some guys coming in who's going to help you. And we're kind of pretty much building the team around you. And so, you know, I was just like, you know, I talked to God a lot. And uh, even Coach Zay Carson, um, we spent a lot of time together in the summer. And we did every summer. You know, I stayed here. Well, not here, but I stayed in Hattiesburg every summer. I never went home. I always worked out. And um, me and Coach Zay, we just talked a lot. And, you know, he would just ask me, like, you sure that's what you want to do? You know, I talked to God a lot. I prayed. It was just, it was very, very difficult situation because it's like yeah you know um early on in the season not so much early on but once it got closer towards the season ending I was just had it up made in my mind I'm like 
you know, I'm just on a transfer. Like, I just, you know, I'm not really feeling it here no more. I've been here where we're not winning. You know, things just crazy. Mm-hmm. And then when it got down to it, I see everybody entering the portal. And I'm just like, I knew if I would enter the portal, I would have somewhere else to go. But I'm just like, I just thought about, you know, other situations that other guys had where, you know, they left and things didn't go well for them. And for me, I was thinking long term. And your senior year in college is, has to be your most important. So uh, I had just called Jose. And even Jose came to my house. He came to my apartment at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, would just talk to me, you know, just help me get through it. And um, and along with uh, Coach Garland Wilson, who was our uh, basketball operations guy. Mm-hmm. And so I told Jose, I was just like, you know, I talked to God and everything. And from what I'm feeling, I'm like, I'm going to just stay. Because at least I know what I'm getting myself into with Coach Ladner and everything. I, I know the system here. I don't have to move, go somewhere for one year. And I was like, whatever the outcome is, is the outcome. But I got to just control what I can control, which is being in the gym every day, working out, taking care of my, my schoolwork and everything. And so that's what I did. And the best thing ever happened. So <laughs> I was, man, it was like this year couldn't win any better than it did. No, well, Man. and strictly from a fan perspective, I mean, we don't miss any game. We sit right there in Section G, which is, I think, the best seat in the house, right between you guys on the bench and the, and the goal. Uh, and it's even closer to the court than the chairbacks are. I think it's just it's an absolute steal. But but for, from our perspective, you know, when and nothing against some of the guys that left, I I, I love watching them play, and I didn't wish them uh, to to have bad seasons after they left. And, and when when they when they come back, I'll still you know want to get a pick with them and all that. But the guys that stay through something like that, man, it's just, you have this, you, you go legend, you know, um, uh, Deandre Pini ain't, ain't ever buying a beer in Hattiesburg, right? It just ain't going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very commendable what you did. And and we, um, we thank you so much for it. Um, mm-hmm. but in, at the beginning of that answer, you talked about recruitment uh, a little bit and, I always wonder about people that come to Southern Miss from a long way away. Like, did you know anything about Southern Miss when, when, when you got, when you got the offer, when you first uh, started getting recruited uh, coming from Miami, you know, what, what was that whole process like? Um, So my sophomore year of JUCO in 2020, uh, I tore my list frame. So I was out for the entire conference. I tore it the first conference game five minutes in. And um, I had visits set up to St. John's, uh, Southern Miss, Rhode Island, uh, Lamar. I had like a whole bunch of offers my sophomore year. And um, I have started setting up some visits. So um, after my team came from the state tournament for a JUCO, COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I was kind of like Coach Ladner was down in Miami. We were talking. He's just like, I got the text, like, recruiting shut down now. You know, we can't go anywhere. And um, just over that past year, uh, Coach Spoon, when Coach Spoon was here, we mm-hmm. built a relationship. And Coach Spoon had a house in Miami. And every time Coach Spoon would come down there, he would always stop by, come see me, take me out. You know, we just always huh. talk. And so me, I'm a real big relationship guy you know, the big names and things like that has never wowed me because, you know, I just feel like if I'm going somewhere to play, I need to be able to trust my coach and the system and environment we in that way, 
that whether if I don't score 20 points, you're not going to treat me any differently if I scored zero points. And so I just felt like, you know, um, me deciding to go to Southern Miss is just like a whole bunch of respect thing just because of the relationship I built with the coach. And Coach Liner used to text me pretty much almost every other day uh, during the year as well. And they're like, for me, it's going to sound kind of a little messed up, but like I had so many coaches texting me. And so like when Coach Liner would like send me the pictures and stuff, like I didn't know what Southern Miss was. I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, yeah. I just never heard of Hattiesburg. <laughs> yeah. Not about Mississippi or anything. And so then, like, once I finally did my research on it, I kind of seen how everything was. And also, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Justin Johnson, um, we came out of JUCO the same year. He also had an offer from Southern Miss that first year. And so um, that was another reason. You know, we talked, and he was just like, "You want to go to school together?" You know, it's kind of good going somewhere with somebody you know especially if you're going far away from home because we probably live 30 minutes away from each other. And so, you know, like, man, you know, it's a tough adjustment, switching from junior college to division one, you know, being away from home, weather changes, all type of stuff. And it's like, you know, it's good to have somebody, you know, there. So, you know, we was just like, let's do it. We're going to go to Southern Miss, you know, Coach Spoon, Coach G, Coach Widener, and, you know, we're going to rock out there. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, uh, for these personal reasons, things didn't work out, but you know, I just decided to stay because um, when I was in high school, things didn't, I pretty much had kind of had the same kind of story with basketball. Uh, my freshman year, three and 13, the varsity, um, my sophomore year, same record. And, you know, we had four different coaches, uh, transfers. We had Kenny Anderson come in. Um, about to be one of our head coaches. And it was just like, we had so much going on. And, you know, guys were transferring, quitting, leaving. And I'm just like, you know, I'm going to stay. And I'm going to just keep working. You know, tough times don't last always. And um, my junior year, we kind of turned things around a little bit, but not so much. But my senior year, we had that same group of guys from my uh, freshman year on JV. We all were on varsity. And we pretty much had 21 season. We were ranked um, in Florida. So, you know, I just, after that, I learned that just stay the course and trust the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't, don't quit when things get tough. Love it. Um, so obviously, I mean, all, you know, you were definitely a leader like on and off the court and uh, lots of charity work. I remember, you know, doing around Hattiesburg in the Pine Belt area uh, where where does that kind of leadership quality come from? When did you kind of notice that you had that, and and when did the, how did that develop? Um, well, high school and JUCO, I was team captain, and um, me, I've always been a people's person. I've always been somebody who you know wants to help, give back, because I know that there's people who helped me, you know, coming up and growing up, and you know, without them, I kind of wouldn't be where I am today. So, you know, I'm an only child as well. And my main thing, you know, in life is just, you know, doing the right thing, being nice to people, giving back, because you kind of never know the type of day someone's having. So I just feel like it's always good to, you know, be kind and just give somebody a helping hand. And I've always been a helpful type of person, even through middle and high school. You know, you see somebody struggling, you know, just offer them help because you just never know the outcome of that that conversation or that situation. You may meet somebody who you'll have a, a friendship for a lifetime 
know, so it just always pays to just help someone out whenever they're in need. You already mm-hmm. see them to help. Sure thing. And we're going to get into some of these uh, games and, and stories from uh, your time at Southern Miss, uh, specifically probably that that last year. I'm sure a lot of that's going to come up. But so when I'm watching you, I mean, sometimes, and a lot of the greats have it, probably all the greats have it, uh, you just had an extra gear. Um, you got into this zone, right, where you just went straight killer and just ran faster, jumped higher, probably dunked it from harder. I don't know. Like, can you, you know, what's it like to be in that zone? Can you take me into that mindset? Um, for me, you know, especially home games, I love home games. You know, whether it was we had 50 fans, 500 or 5,000, it's just, I just feel like, you know, these guys took time out their day to come watch us. And the last thing I want to do is disappoint them just because I know the seasons we had in the past didn't really turn out well. And so, you know, when I'm out there on the court and it's like the fans is what gives me that that extra boost of energy because, you know, it's just like we get a steal of fun. It's like I want to dunk. I want to do this because I know that it's going to make the fans happy and it's going to make me happy as well. So, you know, everything that I pretty much did, you know, dunks, threes, you know, just me working on my game was, it was for me, but it was also for the fans because I knew that the more we won, the more fans we would bring and the more energy, the more the positive vibe we would have on the team and on the court. So it was kind of, it was really more so the fans than anything that gave me that, that extra energy boost. Yeah, well, you gave us a boost as well. It's, yep. it's, dude, it's, it's so fun. You've never done it. You've never watched a game at Reed Green, right? Nah. So I don't know if you're ever going to come back, but whenever you do, you need to at least make your way down to Section G for, you know, a little bit and uh, and help us yell and scream because it matters. We do get in the guys' heads that are coming down the court, the, the shooting the free throws. And, and and when you guys, you know, slap hands on the way down to the end of the bench and just kind of give one of those to where we're sitting, it means a lot to us. And uh, we kind of feel like we're part of it at that point. So I'm glad you enjoyed it um, because there is no better place, in my opinion. Something about the acoustics of that building, I don't know what it is. Uh, it, it's, it, gets, it gets crazy. It gets crazy when there's a lot of people in there and, and you guys do special things when it gets that way. So it's neat, neat for us too. Yeah, I think it's the only place in America that can have 3,000 people and be deafening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to have a lot of people in there for it to get really loud. And- yeah, 35 is, I mean, and then, you know, I know we're going to get to it, but like what happened last year? Yeah. <laughs> went went, went uh, yeah. nuts. Um, yeah, like we will, we will look after the games and I will look on ESPN and, you know, it just showed the amount of people at the game. And I'd be like, dang, it was only 2,500. It was only 3,000. I could have sworn it was like 5,000 people in there. Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> when it's the, the small amount of people, you know, everybody's in a rowdy and gone, you, it definitely feels like it's a packed house. Yep. Um, and, and you know, you, you saw pictures of, uh, of packed Reed green and, and then you, you obviously got to, f- experience it uh your final season did you ever think uh it was going to happen again and and what exactly was it like being on that court uh when it was packed out um me personally uh coach Juan before the season he um we had meetings and he wrote on the board he was like he was like just watch he was like watch the effect he was like it's gonna start with 10 people and he was like after 10 it's gonna go to a hundred, and after a hundred, it's gonna go to a thousand, and then 
before you know it, it's going to be 8,000 people here. And, you know, everybody just trusted in what he said and what he told us, and we just all believed. And I'm not going to lie, that game when it was packed out, I cried a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah. we, we getting ready to come out for the um to do the introductions, and I'm just looking around. It's like, wow, like, I've never seen this place like this. And, you know, I've played when there's been nobody in the stands. And to see it go from zero to 8,000 sold out, it was just that feeling that you can't really replace. And it was just like, man, like, this is what the hard work was for. Like, the long summer days, the long nights, all the crying and praying, like, this is what it was for. And, you know, the last thing we wanted to do was disappoint when everybody, you know, missed work or, you know, didn't pick up their child from school or just to come to that game. (laughs) Well, there are a few moments in my Southern Miss fandom that it will just, they're just burned in my brain. Mm -hmm. And I got a new one last year during that Louisiana game. When Nefty gets the Nefty steals the ball right around midcourt or whatever, dribbles it a couple times, does this like jump, skip pass. Dre grabs it, dunks it, right? It's it coming right at us. And it was it, it's like the place went completely silent for a minute. And then it happened. And then the place completely exploded. People you don't even know you're hugging in the stands, you know. And and uh I I I, I won't forget it, just being there, one of the no. people making the noise. So I just can't imagine what it was like for you, for you just being in the moment and and doing it, right? Man, I and still to this day, you know, I go back and watch that clip. That's why, like, it's one of the um, if, it's, if you guys go on my Instagram, it's one of the clips I still have on there from Southern Miz that I keep on there because it's just like that was just like the exclamation point, the the icing on the top, and you know, Louisiana had beat us. It was a first place game. And whenever I see one of my guys get a steal and I got an opportunity, you know, sprint hard, get a dunk, I'm running. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I look at the video and I see a dunk, how everybody <laughs> and I've seen a video from like four or five different angles. So, you know, I've seen the on-court version, the top of the stands, the inner stands, and you could just see the excitement and the joy that that filled through the arena, you could just tell everybody was just like so happy. And it was like, that was, that was definitely the moment, you know? So I still get chills. I rewatched that video a lot. It kind of motivates me. So I think I need to go watch it. Like, yeah, I'll say on on loop right now with with the thing we're dealing with, with, with football at the moment. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, and let's talk about you. You've mentioned uh, coach Juan and and coach spoon and, 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 and Garland and, um, and and Zay and everybody. So coaches throughout your career, from the early years all the way to Coach Ladner to where you are now even, um, what have you learned along the way? Uh, and maybe what was the biggest thing you got out of of playing at Southern Miss from you know, just from, from one of your coaches? Um, the main thing that – well, I, it's a few things, but I could say like the top main thing, main three things I've learned is – to always have a level 10 energy, you know, whether you're not feeling your best, you're feeling perfect. You just always got to have that level 10 energy every day, because when you get in the habit of being at a level 10, you know, it becomes consistent. And then you realize when other guys don't have that level of energy you have, it takes away from things. So it's like, nobody wants to be with someone who's at a level two, all the time, whether it be 
in sports, you go to work, you don't want to deal with somebody who's got level two energy. You don't want to go home to your girlfriend, your wife, she's got level two energy, you got level 10. So one of those things is always having high level, being positive and um, consistency and discipline, you know, um, controlling the things I can control. And I talk to a lot of the guys I know now who are um, in their first year playing pro, you know, I just tell them, help them out. And one of my teammates here, he's from San Diego, and he kind of had like a little stretch where, you know, things weren't going his way as far as basketball, playing time, just his flow. And, you know, I just told him, like, you just got to control what you control. You know, just work hard all the time. Get in, do your extra work, play hard for 40 minutes. And I'm like, things going to come together. And just for me, that has happened. When we started the season off last year, the first two games, I went one for like 18 mm-hmm. on field goal. And I didn't let that stop me. I didn't have negative energy towards anybody. I didn't go to practice the next day with my head up my butt. I kept, I kept going, you know, and you ask my coaches, players, and they'll tell you, like, no matter if I had a bad game, a good game, no matter how I was feeling, I always came to practice with the same energy every day. Even if, if, I'm, getting, if I'm losing in practice, and, you know, you have those days in practice where things aren't going your way, but – I also I always made sure that I kept that same energy day in and day out because at the end of the day, I wanted my coaches and my teammates, when someone asks about me, they will have nothing negative to say about me. So consistency, discipline, and always been a level 10 is definitely those things that, you know, I took away from all those guys. You know, one thing a coach told me that later, like all, like all the way when I was already in college, I wish I'd have known this years before said there's there's going to be a person or a guy or a coach or a fan or whatever little kid that's going to see you play today this is the only day they're ever going to see you play in their life and they're going to have this memory of you for forever right just from that one day it might it might be a day that you just had a bad attitude or whatever but ever since i was told that i tried (laughs) you know to, to to take it to heart and it seems like of course you did it way before i figured it out um but let's talk about this year's team. Uh, you, we, there's some returners coming back. I don't know how much you know about the the recruits that we have coming in, but um, what do you know about some of the guys that we got coming back? Um, and, and and I know everybody's excited about about Crowley coming back um, and and looking forward to see to seeing Kobe Montgomery um, out there among you know a lot of the other guys. So talk a little bit about what do you expect from this year's Southern Miss team? Uh, from this year's team, honestly, I don't expect nothing less than what we did last year. And honestly, in my opinion, I feel like they're going to be just as good, maybe even better just because, you know, they have a lot more, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, they have much bigger guys than we had on our team. They got different guys, you know, who just got different abilities that some guys didn't have last year. And, you know, I talk to the coaches a lot. I still call and check up on the guys. And, you know, they're working hard every single day. And me just knowing the the way that the coaches are and Coach Juan, Coach Ladner, Coach Day, all those guys, you got guys getting up at 530 in the morning, you know, going to go work out. And these it's not things that they're doing here and there, but this things they're doing every single day. And so, you know, Victor Hart, uh, you know, I asked coach about them. He didn't really play a lot last year. And coach like, 
he's he's been coming, you know, he's been doing really well. And you know, Vic's from where I'm from, you know, this is my guy. Um we knew each other since high school. And you know, things been a little rough for him, but you know, he's finally he getting it together. Yeah, he can. Yeah. And he's been working extremely hard. And Kobe, Kobe sat out, but he kind of got a taste of what it was. And you could just tell like it hurt Kobe because he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so him knowing what that environment was like, just from him sitting in the passenger seat, now he's in the driver's seat. And Kobe practiced with us every single day. So, you know, he kind of, he knows the system. He knows how coaches are. And it's like, I feel like he's going to have a tremendous year because he's one of those guys that's in the gym, 5.30, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you know, every single day. Coach Nick is working with him, AC, Vic, Donald. He's, they're working with those guys early in the morning. You know, we practice a lot in the morning times. So, you know, these guys, for somebody to get up at – 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. when practice not until 8 or 9. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that every single day. And, you know, that's where, like, a lot of people go wrong because they're not consistent. It's really hard to be consistent in anything. And, you know, I applaud those guys, the coaches and the guys, you know, just for being consistent. And uh, even some of the new guys they got coming in uh, that came in, Victory Wago from UNLV, um, he didn't really have a big role at UNLV, but he can play, you know, very athletic, defensive specialist type of guy. And just from him being around everybody else, he's kind of got that that vibe and that that feel that he can be himself and work on his game and expand his game more. And he just picked up that habit, you know, being around guys who like to win and work hard. You kind of pick up that vibe. And, like, you know, when he first came, he wasn't working out a lot. But now he's in the gym. I'm here. He's in the gym a lot. You know, he's getting workout. Every time I call Coach Day, he's like, oh, yeah, I got to work out Victor Iwago. I got to work out Neff. You know, so every time mm-hmm. I talk to the coaches, they're like, oh, I got to work this guy. I got to work that, work that guy out. But those guys are working hard. And I just know that coaches don't have to tell them to work hard. They're doing it on their own. And I talk to the guys, and they're just telling me all these stories about them competing in practice you know, who's winning, who's losing, uh, this happened in practice today. And I just know how practice used to get for us. Like, we played practice with no foul calls. So we and her trying to rip each other's heads off for, for two hours. <laughs> well, I can only imagine how they do it down there now, that they got much bigger people. You got new guys who don't really know, who's still trying to learn. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely waiting for the season to start because I'll be up at this time waiting, waiting for the game to start, and I'll watch them. So, but nah, they're definitely working hard, and uh, I feel like they're gonna do really, really well this year. I see two Pete. In my opinion, I, I I don't see nobody just from me looking at everybody else's recruiting class, and the somehow I don't think nobody did a better job recruiting than we did. Yeah, build that culture, man. I, I tell you this, it's it's it's. I mean, building the culture is a, a big thing. Um, we're definitely not gonna sneak up on anybody. I feel like first seven or eight games last year. It took maybe seven, eight, nine, ten wins for people to finally say, all right, you know, um, these guys are for real. That's not going to happen again this year, but that's what you want. You want to be the hunted. Um, and losing, you know, right. having to replace you and Hase, it's going to be tough, but, but it looks like we're on uh, the right track there. And we're going to hit some quick hitter questions in just a second, but I think, Pilo, do you got it? Yeah, yeah, I do. So you talked earlier about, obviously, 
about Kobe having to sit there and kind of sit in that passenger seat and kind of experience. So we're going to sit here and experience this clip from your Instagram. We're going to, I'm going to play it. I'm going to get your reaction to it again. We're going to talk about it in a second. If I can make this happen. There's the steal. Skip pass. I mean. Electric. Just so let good. everybody, I, I think you can pretty much figure out just from the audio when the dunk happened. Now we're looking at Nefty in the middle of the court doing his hands. Uh, woo! Man, I hope that comes that's through in the recording. That's, uh, that's, that's outstanding. That's, that's, I'm so glad that we found that so quickly. That was cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hey Dre, so if, just humor us for a second. We we have a, a some some quick hitter questions that we do with most of our guests, and uh, we usually have a little fun with it. Um, so it could be a one word answer, it could be a seven sentence answer, doesn't matter. Uh, just we're gonna start it off. Pilo, you wanna you yep. start it off? Uh, yes. Uh, favorite place you played while at Southern Miss? Favorite place. Man, it's nothing, nothing like playing in Reed Green, but outside of Reed Green, I'll definitely have to say uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, I kind of like the the operas, you know, court being elevated, kind of scenery. So that was definitely a nice place that I enjoyed playing there. Any place you dreaded going to? Dreaded going to uh, Marshall. So far away, yeah. it's cold. <laughs> Man, I just hated going to Marshall. Um, in a game, and we just heard this, but in a game, would you rather hit a big three pointer or have a breakaway dunk? Ooh, that one's kind of tough. That it might depend tough. on the situation. Like if we're down two and you hit a three, I get it. But um, just the energy that comes from it, and and, and you've done both of them. Right, you've we've seen yeah. you do both of those things. Uh, which which one's your favorite? Nah, for sure, I'd take a dunk over a three. Yeah, you get more excitement off a dunk. I agree. If I could dunk, uh, yeah, really, <laughs> that's what I would do. Well, hey, uh, I'll tell you this. I, I don't know if you either one of you have ever tried to to do one of these, but uh, I, we bought a basketball goal for Jack. And. Have you ever tried to put one of those together? Because it takes forever. And in in the instructions, it actually says uh, you need this, like screwdriver and all this stuff. And it says, and another able-bodied adult. My wife just looks at me. I was like, not me. That's completely not me. I would give up too quick. But anyway, I can dunk on that one. Yeah. Lower it down to like seven Lower feet. Lower it down. Yeah. Rip that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i have to ask this question while you're in hattiesburg what was like the go-to kind of food spot like the place you had to eat uh what was one of your favorite places in hattiesburg well for breakfast the go-to was definitely wards you know, oh yeah you got early practice so i'm going to wards gave me grits eggs bacon grits, yeah, eggs, yeah. Sausage, maybe five six dollars mm-hmm. that, that was my go-to breakfast but as far as like lunch or dinner Ooh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Monica's Caribbean seafood. You guys okay. probably never heard of that one. Yeah, dude. You're, yeah, no, I don't know where it is. Is Monica's? it it's out it's about like Academy out there? Wow. Okay. Yep. 
Oh, well, if it's west of I-59, then I'm a tourist. It is. It's out I'm by Target. That way. Yeah. I'm Midtown, Downtown guy. So Can't it was good. I don't know if I've ever been there, but I've, I know where it is. New place to try out. It's a whole new segment right there. Um, they got who was, jerk chicken, curry chicken. Man. So they didn't put you down. Love Make it. sure when you eat it, you got nothing else for the rest of the day. Yeah, just nap it up. Um, who was the best dunker on the basketball team? Ooh, that's hard. Doesn't have between, to be in game. Doesn't have to do just just the guy. Really, nah, that guy right there can dunk. Between AC Donovan and Kobe, oh, I don't know. Both of those guys can really jump. You guys don't really see AC jump a lot, but AC got some stuff in his bag. Yeah, he does. Donovan got some stuff in his bag and Kobe, so. Yeah, just know. just his little pregame, like you know, guys are around the circle and they're about to do the tip, and his little jump to stretch his legs. Yeah, that that amazes me every single time he does it, and it's like that's just kind of stretching out. And his verticals got me by like thirty inches. So, man, <laughs> it's for sure though. I'll I'll say it's a three way tie between Donovan. Oh my god, very Kobe can't even pick a guy. <laughs> You're all the way in Denmark. Oh. What are they gonna do? <laughs> It's hard, man. It's hard. I've seen all of them jump, and they all do something different. So it's like it'd be hard for me. They we really have to have a dunk contest between them three. Like that's how serious it is. Right. So you and Coach Ladner in a game of horse, who wins? Me, of course. You know, Coach Ladner. <laughs> he he he's just man. He be thinking he he looks Steph Curry, LeBron James. He get to showing us. The correct way to shoot the ball to pass it is worth <laughs> for sure. For sure, me. Sorry, Coach Ladner. <laughs> He's going to hear it. Um, Our coaches, man, they say some out of pocket stuff. Man. But that is for sure. We've, we've definitely got a good laugh every day in practice between Coach Ladner, Coach Juan, saying some out of pocket. And we just be like, hey, yo, Coach. <laughs> hey, Jesus, all you can do is nothing but just smile. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I feel like I may know this, but um, wh- what is uh, – I'm going to go top two. Top two memorable moments at Reed Green. At Reed Green? Um, well, of course, the Louisiana game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I will have to say the uh, James Madison game when I scored 28. And, you know, everybody thought we was going to lose to James Madison. James Madison had been putting up 100 points on teams. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you come and read green, it's hard for you to walk out of there with a smile on your face. <laughs> I love that. No doubt. And uh, so do you have – and that's all the silly questions that we that we have for you. Um, I'd like for you to stick around and make your make your picks with us on the, on the Sunbelt football games coming up this weekend. I'm sure you can beat me. I'm, I, I, I haven't seen the totals yet, but I'm positive that I'm losing. Um, but before we do that, do you have any final comments for the uh, Golden Eagle faithful out there? Uh, man, just keep having faith in the guys. Uh, every day is not going to be sunny at 72, but, um, you know, they need your support day in and day out. And, you know, just keep pulling for them, keep supporting them. Whenever you got a chance, stop by practice. You know, watch them, say what's up to the guys, and they're great guys. They're going to return the, the positive energy to you. But, yeah, just just keep rooting for us. You know, we're going to make sure we do our part. But, you know, we need you guys' support because you're you're as big of a part to the program 
just as the coaches, the players, as anybody else. Awesome. Well said. Uh, yeah, buy those season tickets. You know, I, I wanted to get really uncomfortable over there in Section G. Just, you know, too many years being able to prop my arms back and kick my feet up on the front. You know, I want to be squished in there like a damn sardine. Um, <laughs> so, Pink, this dude is awake. I mean, uh, Pilo, this dude is awake really, really early in the morning. Let's do yep. these picks <laughs> so he can, my man can get some sleep before he's actually got to go, you know, play professional basketball. So, yep. uh, take it away. Uh, so uh, we have to recap really quickly. I just, I have to, uh, last week. So, uh, last week there were eight games. Uh, I went six of eight and Jason went three of eight. Mm, uh, that's what you get for picking, uh, South Alabama and, mm. uh, coastal. Uh, no, uh, so I have opened up a little bit of a lead. Uh, so as after five weeks, I'm at 44 of 58 and Jason is at 39 of 58. So, uh, looking ahead this week, week six, uh, this is one of those weeks where a lot of people are on by. So there are only, um, I think five games to pick. And so first off I will go, so we'll go, uh, Jason pink and then myself, uh, and my picks are already written down. Uh, but you guys, this one would be easy. Uh, South Alabama at Louisiana Monroe, and I'll even give you the spread to help out, uh, right now, South Alabama is a 12-point favorite. And that's low. South Alabama rolls in this game. So, South yeah. Al. South Al. I'm going South Al. And if you're a fan of the show, I will <laughs> never pick South you Al in anything. Yeah. So, Monroe. Um, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. As much uh, as I hate him. Ooh. <laughs> To piggyback on a place I dreaded going, South Alabama. Yes. Ah, man. I love that. That makes my heart happy. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, next up, Marshall uh, is traveling to NC State. Marshall is undefeated so far this season, but they are playing kind of close rival. Um, and NC State is a six and a half point favorite at the moment. Hmm. Well, I love Marshall. I like everything about Marshall. I like the, the only thing I don't like is it's so far away, like Pink said. But um, hmm, they're undefeated on the year. I don't know, man. You know what? Let's ride the hot hand, and let's uh, let's let's have a Sun Belt team make a run here. I'll take Marshall. All right, we go NC State. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, and I am gonna go Marshall too. I, I mean, uh, NC State sitting at three and two, but. Yeah, I think that I think it'll be close, but I, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Marshall. So let's see. All home field advantage. Yeah, it's a big deal. It, it's a big deal. These next these next two are interesting. Uh, Texas State, uh, who we just played, and um, they are traveling to Louisiana. Ooh, Texas State. Hmm. You know. Well, Texas, just just the style in which they play, it, we we saw it right. Uh, we blinked and we were down twenty one nothing. Yeah, um, they just have the ability to score so quickly. Now, um, that also, also lends itself to if if you don't score quickly, then you don't keep the ball at all. Um, uh, but Louisiana's kind of disappointed me so far this season. Texas State is going to give up some points, but I just feel like their offense is just too good. That quarterback, good Lord, he's like yeah. Dre. He's like Pinkney out there. 
Yeah, he, he's, um, he's he was six seven, uh, two fifty five. He's he's really good player. So I'll 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 take Texas State. Okay. Paint. I'm going Texas State. Love it. They're top of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Arkansas State, and they are traveling to Troy. At some point, the little quarterback for Arkansas State is going to get humbled. It didn't happen against us. We didn't know it was going to play, and it didn't happen at UMass. They had six touchdowns at UMass. Yep. Um, he's electric, but dude, D1 football is tough. He's a true freshman, and you just can't be. I mean, unless he's Lamar Jackson, I don't think, or Michael Vick, right? I don't think he's either yeah. one of those guys. At some point, you got to come crashing down. Troy's defense is awesome, so I'll take Troy. Okay. Along with Troy. Jason's convincing. Uh, I am going to go Arkansas State, and I don't know if I said last pick, I went Texas State as well. So um, that leaves then, us with then, the final game of, yeah, obviously, uh, Old Dominion Southern Miss. Yeah, I'll take Southern Miss. I just don't think we're going to suck all year. Right now, we're not a very good football team, but I still believe in Coach Hall. I think I might be one of the only people on the planet that does. I still believe in Dan. Um, I still believe in our players. And yep. it's a long season, dude. Um, I just don't think we're that bad. We're, we're, it's disappointing we're, we're so far through the season, obviously, but we'll find out. You know, we'll find out what happens. Uh, I, somehow, I think we're like a point favorite, point or two favorite this week. Yeah, one and a half right now. You know, me, Pilo, and like probably fourteen thousand of our favorite of our of our best friends are going to be there this weekend. <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to celebrating a Golden Eagle victory. Yep. Don't hate hey. me, but I'm going <laughs> Old Dominion. Going Old Dominion. Hey, there's no shame Old, in that. Old Dominion at home, just because you know I gotta I gotta root for them because they helped us out. You know, those last two games, we we were supposed to beat Old Demand, but they ended up beating us and we played Texas State and they played Marshall. And if Marshall would have won, we would have tied for the championship. But Old Dominion beat Marshall at Old Dominion. Ah. So I feel like Old Dominion at home, football, basketball, they're gonna handle business. Love it. Well, you're wrong, but you know that's okay. That's all right. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll know. We'll know next week. Pila, what do you got? You got Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, I'm going the Eagles. Uh, right. I'm not going to pick against the Eagles. Uh, like you said, I, I uh, um, it's not obviously like I think like Jeremy McLean's email said today. It's it's not the way we all envisioned it to go this far in. Uh, but um, I, I don't think we're you know working with people who are not intelligent. So um, I think changes are going to be made. Um, just got to try something different or or a different approach or a different attitude or refocus. But um, I don't know. Um, it's homecoming. Uh, I like the Eagles. Awesome. We're playing at home or at, is at, yeah, at home? At it's home. homecoming. At, it's, yeah, homecoming. I thought it was that old man. Oh, my nope. bad. My bad. Hold on. It's homecoming. He's changing his pick. He's changing his pick. It's homecoming. You can't disappoint homecoming. There we go. You know, there we go. And that's probably on me for not being clear. But yes, it is at home, homecoming at the rock. Okay. Well, he gets a pass. Okay. He's like across the world. 
That's right. And it's it tomorrow. is like three o'clock. He's already in the seen the future. We should call him before the game and be like, who won? <laughs> I wish it worked like that. It would be uh, nice. Well, dude, um, DeAndre, thank you so much for for yep. for doing this and for uh putting up with our nonsense. And uh just man, know that that you know you mean a lot, right? Uh we 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 appreciate all that you did. Um and we continue to follow your career. And, and man, nothing but uh, nothing but good vibes from here on out. I tell you what, right before you go, uh, tell the listeners how they can keep up with you on on Instagram and and Twitter or X or whatever you call it now. And 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 is there a way to like those little clips that you said you put out? Where do they go do that? Uh, okay. Well, I have posted about it maybe a month ago. Um, right. I put on there the link and a screen recorded video on how to get a subscription. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll go back and I'll retweet that. So it'll be at the top of my tweets. So you guys can see, but there's a subscription you can get. And the website is not in English. You can't transfer it to English. That's why I put the video on there on the steps on how to do it. And, you know, my DMs are open. Uh, You know, I'm seven hours ahead, but nine times out of 10, you reach out, I'll get back to you quick. And uh, if you have any questions on how to do something or get to a certain part, I definitely don't have a problem helping. But the subscription is about $11.50, and you can watch all our domestic games, our Euro Cup games. You can all watch them on there. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, well, well, yeah, like, well, I just want to echo what Jason said, man. I appreciate you. I, I, I think you're one of the uh you're you're a great golden eagle you meant a lot to this program just you know like we talked about earlier you sticking around and and you know uh your work ethic and putting in all that work and and and, and it paying off your senior year it means a lot to us i know it meant a lot to you and uh we're behind you 100 percent. man i appreciate you guys for you know taking your time out your day inviting me having me on it's definitely an honor and, you know, I don't have a problem, you know, missing out on some sleep for you guys because, you know, <laughs> you guys supported us through a long way through that journey. So, you know, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for all the fans at Southern Miss and um, definitely made my time at Southern Miss memorable. I'll definitely be telling my kids about it. And now I got a little piece of hardware to show for all the hard work. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. right, brother. We'll let you get out of here before you go. Southern Miss. To the top. Go Negus, baby. There he is. All right, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, DeAndre. There he goes. Man, that was was interesting. That was that was great. That was uh, that was one of those that lived up to the hype, right? Yes. uh, It it sure did. Um, Well, too, it's uh, I don't know if it's divine intervention or it's just ironic, but uh, I mean, man. you know, obviously, I, I, there's some parallels there between uh, basketball and where we are right now in football. And yep. uh, and maybe our fan base needed to hear that again. I hope I hope everybody listens out to that. But uh, man, I'm I'm fired up about this weekend. I'm fired up about basketball again in Ring Green. And um, man, I love that guy. What what a great Golden Eagle coming up quick. But I I don't know how we didn't ask him. We didn't even ask him about you know we're we're, we're the Mississippi State game. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. we're been all, we're playing all miss on the coast. Uh that Mississippi State game is this month. Yeah. On a Sunday. Cool. Well, now, unfortunately, we have to segue into football. <laughs> but yeah, we do. 
but but I, I tell you what, why don't you start us off, Pilo? I'm going to grab a beer. Yeah, take it away. I am taking it away, and I'm, I'm not sure what uh, part I'm actually talking about here. But what we're going to cover is let's talk about the poll results from last week. So last week. Um, we had a poll, uh, and the question was, lots of well-worn paths at Southern Miss. OCs from Oklahoma State, baseballers and uh, Minnesota, golfers from Thailand. Uh, what's the more odd pipeline? Uh, and looking at our results here, the winner uh, was baseballers in Minnesota. I think that was my vote. Uh, with 49%, uh, Thailand golfers with 29%. Uh, okay. OK state OCs. Um, I guess you have to become an OG fan to kind of know that reference. Um, cause that's the and, one I voted for. I yeah. was surprised I didn't just run away with it, but yeah. And, uh, I agree. I, I thought I'd have a little bit more, uh, or other. And, um, like we said on the other, if it was leave a, leave it in the comments. Um, and Mama at Mama Bear Leslie said, uh, baseballers Guatemala couldn't agree more. Uh, we probably would have like five or six more of these connections if we could on the poll. Uh, and at Eagle ID Mojo said, the Hispanic basketball connection is odd to me. Um, very true, okay. very yeah. true. Uh, good job on that. Um, let's let's talk football real quick and, and get out of here. We're just doing like a real quick, like a really quick football. And shout-outs and, and roll. Yeah. Um, so, football, we're sitting at 1-4, and 0-2, oh game versus Texas State. We're there. If you're listening to this, you're probably there. Watched it on ESPN+. Plus. Fourth loss in a row. Made a valiant comeback. Too little, too late. Lose it 50-36. to 36. Uh, Texas State put up 28 in the first quarter. I did not stutter or make an error there, which I quite often do on this pod. <laughs> but, yeah, it's 28 points in the first quarter. Center Miss scores 20 in the fourth quarter. Almost equally as unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we had the ball, right. We had the ball right there at the end and, and then there's a horrible no call, but, um, the defense looked really bad in the first half and looked really good in the second half offense. Second week in a row showed out. I think that goes four fifty for total offense last week and five ten for uh total offense this week. Yep. A lot of the measurables we, you know, again, if I just read off this list to you, 28 first downs, 235 yards rushing. 275 yards passing, 510 yards of total offense, just three punts. We had the ball for 36 minutes, converted 10 out of 23rd downs, uh, had three sacks. I mean, that sounds like a damn win, you yeah. know? Um, and it just didn't happen. Um, individually, Frank looked good, 24 rushes, 123 for two scores. Dreek Clark, again, 10 rushes, 83 yards. That's 8.3 average. I can do math. Um, and then Billy Wiles, man, he was running. He put his head down a couple times and and, yeah. and showed some leadership out there. Frog showed out with 124 yards, had another big play of 43 one time. Um, Dylan Lawrence and Bozeman led the team with nine tackles, and J Clemens got into the backfield for a sack again. Uh, it was it was it was it is what it is. I mean, we didn't win. Um, I'm glad that I stayed because we damn near pulled off a miracle, but oh yeah, it didn't happen. Um, let's get to our three moments of the game, and you can lead us off. Yeah, um, for me, I guess going backwards, number three would be kind of the this one-two punch that we've kind of uh, 
you know, we have in Frank Gore and Drake, uh, obviously different skill sets, different running styles, but both effective. Uh, both were uh, great this game. I, I, um, if you've listened, you know how big of a fan of Drake Clark I am. And, and, um, so I, I feel like I've had him in my top three every week just because there's something that happens. There's a moment in there. There's a run. There's something he does that I'm just like, man, that's great. Um, but I, but frankly, you know, he really played well this game. So um, number two for me, Frog Jones, I mean, just, you know, he's just kind of become that like reliable guy yeah, and uh, looks really good out there. Um, and uh, like you said earlier, um my number one is just the resilience of the fight. I mean, you know, 28, you're down, to, you know, get whatever we were down at the half. Um, but 28 in the first quarter, and it, we could have easily just folded right there. But, yeah. you know, we come in second half and uh, get a little, you know, energy going. And, and the few people that were there were into it. And there were moments where it was loud in there. Um, as crazy as that sounds, I was there. I, I can say that. Um so I I don't know, um, but for me that that's that's it was good to see it was it was a positive, um, and I, I think like we said earlier, like I, I'm behind this however however it goes, I'm not gonna jump ship. I've been here before. I've seen this. Right. Uh, we will be back. <laughs> this is not my first. Yeah, and it's okay to, to not be happy, obviously. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, yep. it's yeah. We've we've maybe you do have maybe you have to go. Maybe I'm just I have that scar. And I know that it's going to heal. It just is. So hopefully yeah. that starts this week. Uh, my three moments. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, he came into town uh, from the North Shore down there in New Orleans. And uh, he played cornhole with me. And we won. We were undefeated. We won one of our games 21 to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard him say he plays like every day. And so that's why I didn't even attempt. Uh, and then I actually watched you guys playing a little bit and the amount of ringers, I guess is what it's yeah, called. We were like, the ones that actually went in, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to play. Cause I may get like one out of 12, but yeah. the, you guys were like on fire. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, and, uh, my number two is just me not completely losing my cool. I, I, it, I was, I was surprised with myself. I can, I can, I can lose it. You know, I've done it. Uh, people have seen it, you know, I've been embarrassed by it. Uh, but I take it seriously, man. This yeah. is a, probably too seriously, but this is what I do. I mean, it's, it's Southern Miss is a very big deal to me. And I was proud of myself for being an adult. It only took me till age 46, but I'm starting to turn a corner here. I think <laughs> um, even on that late ass, no call. Yeah. Texas. I just, I still don't understand it. I've watched the replay. People are like, well, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I mean, there's many ticky tack calls that are made. We got the ball with what, like five minutes to go. Yeah. Bomb down the sideline on third down, one-on-one coverage. The ball lands inbounds, and the guy real literally shields our player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's the exact definition of interference. I just yeah. I'm just never gonna understand it, but it happened. And um, anyway, um, and then my number three is just stay until the end and completely losing my voice because, like you said, it did get like I gave it my all. I yeah. just I didn't have any I, I left it all. They might leave it all in the field. I'll leave it all in the stands. And I did. And I was happy for that. And uh it's still sucks. Yeah, Lisa was about completely hoarse. Uh even until yesterday evening. She had almost completely lost her voice. I mean, she was she was letting it rip from up there. So uh yeah, we were there, we were loud. So and we are gonna be. We're gonna be regardless. Um it's just this university to me, this is my thing. And, and 
not to get into all the Twitter crap and all the Eagle posts and every, whatever it is like, Oh, get into it. Good. This, this university means way more to me than this, than a football game. Like I'm there and I'm supporting no matter who's there. Like, uh, I mean, it, it's changed my life. I mean, I met my wife here. Um, it, it changed the trajectory of my career and my future and, um, that, that, that's why, I mean, maybe it's, maybe that's silly to some people, but, um, I mean, I have SMTTT engraved inside my wedding band because th- this university means the world to me, uh, and I'm going to support regardless. Um, and so it's not about me. The university is bigger than me. It's bigger than a person It's bigger than a fan. Um, and it will be here long after all we're, you know, we're all gone. Um, but that's just, that's my stance on it. Uh, I think it's it's a special place, and um, we're going to show up and we're going to be loud and support just because that's that's who we are. So take it speaking, or leave it. Speaking of showing up and screaming loud and support and all that, uh, we are playing homecoming this weekend. Yep, Old Dominion. Uh, we've all already, already got our picks, but the tail of the tape, Pilo. You want to run us through that real quick? Yeah. So. Uh, total yards, uh, Old Dominion with 352, Southern Miss 374, uh, pass yards 199, 223, uh, rush yards 153, 150.6 for the Eagles. So, uh, we lead two of the three of those categories and we're really close in the third. Uh, yards allowed 389, 407, uh, pass yards allowed 251, 209 for the Eagles. Rush allowed 137, 197 for the Eagles. So um, currently ODU's record is two and three, one and one. Uh, they just lost to Marshall uh, at 41-35. Um, let's see, they beat Texas A&M Commerce 10 to nine the week before. That was interesting. I don't think anybody saw that. Uh, but they played really well against Marshall, uh, who's undefeated this season so far. Mm-hmm. So they beat Louisiana uh, 38-31 on September 9th. Uh, they lost by three to Wake Forest, 27-24, and lost 36-17 to Virginia Tech to open the season. So, man, they've they've played a pretty good schedule. Um, right. I mean, probably, you know, very easily could have beat Wake. And we're right there with, you know, maybe the best team in the league. So, <laughs> it's, uh, it, here we are, you know, <laughs> we're ready for it again. Uh, individually, some of their good players – Wilson and Shields both play quarterback. And I didn't dive through all the articles and everything. I just looked at the stats. But Wilson's thrown seven TDs. Uh, Shields has thrown two, but they do both play. Uh, Wicks has the most rushing attempts with 47 carries. But Callaway has just about as many yards on 16 carries as as uh, as Wicks does. Um, he's averaging 16.3 yards per carry. Obviously, he had wow. a couple long ones in there or something. But – um, it, it, you know, watch out for that guy, uh, receiving, they got one guy with double digit catches is Williams, uh, 13, 260 on a long of 49 with a score, uh, defensively, uh, Henderson linebacker, 22 solos this year. That's a, that's a pretty good bit. Um, 76 total tackles and a one and a half sacks on the season. So, uh, we're probably going to have our hands full, um, there's a couple of baseball scrimmages uh, this week. I actually made the one on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I, I took a notepad and didn't make a single note, but I sat right next to Rick Maddox and listened the whole time. <laughs> so it might have been even better. Than, yeah, you should have watched him. But 
Um, so, so Gillespie hit a bomb. It was yeah. a grand slam off of Rhodes. Rhodes was obviously working on some stuff. That's what you do in these practices, right? He was out there. The velo looked there, and 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 the the boomerang that he has looked like it was there too. He just he was he was hitting a lot of batters. And then when he threw on over the plate, Gillespie hit it a freaking mile, almost went over the scoreboard. Uh, Nikki Ballgame hit a walk-off laser over the left field wall. They played eight innings. Um, so he did it really well. There's a new Coke sign out there. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, uh, I have. It's really good looking. Um, I kept waiting on somebody to, to you know, knock the top off that Coke bottle. And if Gillespie had pulled a little bit more, he might have. <laughs> but... Um, and the second baseman from Valpo looked really good. Nolan Tucker uh, is, yeah. is his name. Uh, he's got a, he's, he attacks it up there at the zone. Left-handed hitter, scrappy second baseman. Um, he's going to be one of my favorite players to watch probably. And it was just good to be back at the park. It was it was fun. Saw a lot of people. I mean, easily two hundred people. I don't know, two to three hundred people. Just yeah, I saw Sunday a tweet finish. out there that said like uh, the parking lot was full. Which is awesome. I had to park at the church parking lot for a yeah. practice. <laughs> that's you know that's great so yeah that's 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 very good uh for the weather this weekend uh let's have the the pilo weather report to, to yeah see man uh if if you're a hattiesburg resident or at least around this area south mississippi um it's october i'm tired of it being 90 degrees um but uh just for the record the high on Saturday is going to be 76 degrees and the low, which stay tuned, 49. Uh, you're talking like absolutely pristine fall afternoon, evening, all day tailgate. It 49. is absolutely 49. Yes, it is going to be uh, insane. So there is a cold front coming. Uh, and so obviously that's contributing to the, the weather so if you're a friday night kind of high school football low 59 that day um it's gonna be it's gonna be feeling excellent by thursday uh thursday into friday and saturday is just gonna be absolutely perfection um i cannot wait i mean you can't ask for better weather for especially after the summer that we've had um it's going to actually feel like fall and man actually might be a little bit of jackets blankets uh, i was about to say so do i i jack it up yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be in shorts. That's just how I roll. But that doesn't uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to have a little kind of pullover thing. So, uh, yeah. that's um, that. I can't wait. Tweet of the week brought to you again by our good friend at Cloverleaf Mall. Or is this <laughs> the one from last week? Is this the right one? I think that was the one from last week. Okay. Well, let's just not do one. Uh, that's, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of day that has been, um, and this episode has gone on probably quite long enough. Let's get to some shout outs and, and, and yeah, I actually have some written down shocker. Uh, and I remembered, uh, we had Gareth come by the tent, uh, talked about, he was yeah. a listener listens every week. So, uh, thanks for stopping by the tent last week and got himself a koozie. Yeah. Got a koozie. Um, so shout out Gareth. Appreciate you. Come see us again this week. I'm sure it will be uh probably a lot more people attend, a lot more food. Um uh, come by, grab a drink, come see us. Uh number two, uh Phil. Gotta give our good friend Phil Scott. He's been uh great through uh all the negativity. 
<laughs> uh, that everybody's kind of been dealing with. So uh, we've we've had some good chats and kind of uh, talked through a bunch of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I think he, we share a lot of the same thoughts about um, just refusing to be negative and kind of uh, keeping the positivity. So Phil, keep being you. Don't let everybody beat you down. Um, I think somebody might be getting to him though because uh, he went to a Jonas Brothers concert. <laughs> I think he's taking it pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't, lie. Know, I don't know what road. I don't know what dark and winding road you have to go down before you find yourself at a Jonas Brothers concert. But yeah, my man was there and looked super happy about it. He was happy. He loves his wife. That's of course, there's husband. like fifteen thousand females there screaming. I'd, you know what? Maybe we should go to a Jonas Brothers concert. Hey, I, look, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of more <laughs> my speed with music. I know I have weird tastes in music, but. Uh, I, I wouldn't turn down the opportunity. Yeah, I think I've convinced myself. Um, so I've got a few shout outs uh, here too as well. So there's some dude in Collins with a 601, the to the top dog 601 shirt. Yeah. That Reagan, our good buddy Reagan saw. And he was like, can I take your picture? And yes, it's sure. And um, he didn't get his name or anything. So that must've been a really awkward situation. He was like, thanks. I think why he walked away, I guess. I don't know, but whoever it is, there's some guy in Collins. So, so you're telling me there's going to be a 601 guy in Collins Twitter account, right? Ooh, there could kinda, be. Kind of like the uh, old guy in Rally Cat shirt. Yeah. He's sticking with that too. I love it. One Collins guy. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Karen Miller, uh, wife of Leighton Miller, who passed away last week. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Everybody knows Leighton. Um, if you know Leighton, you've seen Karen, and Leighton doesn't miss anything. Well, I, look, you think we go to a lot of stuff. He doesn't miss girls' softball. He might go to golf. I don't know. He didn't yeah. miss anything. He's walking around in that uh, fedora. No. Yeah. Yeah, fedora. That's what it is. And um, and sometimes they'll mix in the eagle head uh, cap thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and yep. and always up at Fourth Street Bar. And anyway, yep. just super nice guy. And his, his wife was was super nice as well. I knew, I knew Layton better, but um, anyway, it's, it's tough when that happens. And but you know, he, um, I just wanted to make sure that we at least acknowledged it because they're great golden eagles. So yep, there that is. Uh, and then the last two shout outs go to my good buddy Josh Rawls. Mo from back in the fraternity days and Kyle Logan, um, turning it way back. Uh, that's even before that I was, but before I was here, um, those guys were out on the baseball field, tearing it up. So, um, good to see both of them, uh, even, you know, in the bad circumstances of watching another set of most football loss, but it's always good to run into a couple guys who, who used to wear the black and gold. And, and, uh, and so that's all the shout outs that, that I have. Do you have, you have anything else? I think that's it for me, man. I, I hope I hope everyone comes out. Uh, I know you may or may not be happy with where we are right now, but you know, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter. It's homecoming at the Rock. Weather's gonna be perfect. You have no excuses. Uh, come support. Come tailgate. Uh, see the floats. Take a lot of pictures. Eat a mustard buzzard. Eat a mustard buzzard. Mustard a honey mustard buzzard in my book. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, or maybe some grilled chicken option. Come on, Jason. Uh, Ooh. Quit making me stumble. Uh, nah, uh, that's really it. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I'm super excited. And it's only Monday. We've got a few days. <laughs> got to get through this week. But man, just uh, 
shout out to Pinkney for again for coming on, Ooh, man. Yeah. He fired me Don't up uh, about basketball and and like I said, I just I drew so many parallels between where we are right now and and uh, what he experienced, and um, we didn't give up, and, and fans came back, you know. So uh, we can get there again. Don't give up. No doubt. Uh, this episode was brought to you by, of course, our good friends over at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our friends at Fourth Street Bar today. Thank you uh, to everyone for listening in whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P Lowry. Follow us on all the social at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss. To the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs 
Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980.